Hey y'all, welcome to another Shake the Dust podcast. Today is a special one. I get to have my best friend and my beautiful lady on this podcast. I get to interview her. Uh, this one's a little different. We actually are on our way down to lunch, downtown Charleston, uh, in the car. So there's just a little bit of uh, car noise, but for the most part, I think you're gonna get the gist of it. We have an amazing conversation just about life and uh, things that actually matter. And I get the pleasure of, of having these conversations a lot with Christy. And I hope you enjoy them. And I hope you come with an ear just to really listen. Uh, maybe listen in between the lines. You, my guess is you're probably gonna pick up some good nuggets that you can apply to your life. And um, I know she's really made a difference in my life. So would you welcome to the podcast, Christy Pratt. Hello, Christy. Welcome to the Shake the Dust podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. I'm excited, yes. Are you ready? I am never ready for anything. <laughs> and everything all at once. Nice. Mm. Well, I've given a little intro about you already, so. But we'd love to hear just a quick backstory. Just nothing crazy, because we'll want to get to the meat of it. But. Just a quick backstory on kind of what brought you to today. (laughs) (laughs) Not today. Give us a little quick little backstory. So I was born 47 years ago. (laughs) Clay, you can't ask me a question like that. Okay, short backstory. Okay, short backstory. I I was born in Virginia Beach. I uh, studied psychology in college. I... Ran away to Colorado. I bought a big house and did corporate jobs in pharmaceutical sales, uh, which basically made me wish I was dead and decided that I wanted to um, do something artistic. And um, so started kind of my own endeavors, a greeting card company, that kind of thing. I got married. I had two beautiful kids. Connor and Kate are uh, 12 and almost 14 now and they are the best of friends and that was the most wonderful thing I got from a um, pretty difficult marriage but um, we are good friends and a modern family right so it's all good yeah. I, uh, I started a company called Morph Clothing I am a fashion designer without one ounce of training um, I've kind of taught myself everything I know um, which could probably fit into a brown paper lunch bag, <laughs> but um, but anyway, I've got a company and we're selling globally and doing all sorts of cool things. And uh, I live in Charleston, South Carolina, where it's about to be very hot, and I don't like the heat, and I don't know what else you'd like me to what's say. What's your What's your company? Morph Clothing. Yeah. What do you do? I create capsule wardrobe pieces uh, for women that look beautiful on all shapes and sizes and produce everything sustainably in the U.S., you know, so um, only 2% of fashion designers and fashion companies actually do that, Uh, but I think it's really important and I create pieces that can be worn 50, 60 different ways uh, to hopefully get rid of fast fashion and help the environment and really look beautiful and look pretty fast because God knows we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> oh, come oh on. my goodness. 
thanks for that quick backstory. <laughs> is that quick enough? No, it's fine. So this is so this is a little different. Obviously, we're on the road, and this is not usual. But we are heading to grab some lunch, so we thought we'd mix it up, or I thought I'd mix it up on this podcast instead of a Zoom call, since Chrissy and I are together a lot of the time. That we just have this little discussion, like we always do in the car when we're heading places, right? Yes. Pretty much wherever we are. We're always, yes. We're always talking about something fun. And it's usually pretty deep, and that's actually um, one of the reasons why I want to have you on here is yeah. uh, just the people that I have on here have made a difference in my life, and obviously you have in a big way, and so we just wanted to jump on here and kind of get to know you a little better and hear some of those fun insights that you give on life. Well, I, I really appreciate a platform to kind of share my thoughts, and, and one thing that I appreciate most about you is that you're an incredible listener. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't know that I've uh, been able to share really who I am on a, on a very deep level with um, someone that I'm so intimate with, and so it's, I feel really honored to be listened to. Yeah. So if I could, if you could choose one word to describe yourself, what would it be? It's an easy See, question. this is not fair. Easy question. What comes to mind? Authentic. Authentic. All right. That's a good word. I would agree with that. You're very authentic. People either like you or they don't. Well, 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 well. But most people do. That's the thing. Like you don't. You're not. You're polarizing. But the people that uh, more more so polarizing. Like, uh, are we going straight? Um. Or? Take a, after this light. You're gonna veer right. Okay. Um. I'll, I can cut that piece out. Okay. Um, <laughs> so as far as polarizing, I don't mean like. Like you come across as like a mean person by any means. I mean when you're out and about just because of your look and your mohawk and things like that. And people, either they stay away from you or they're kind of drawn to you. And so whenever we're out, a lot of times people come up to you and just be like, oh man, I love how you look and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. it's, it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, people are really, really nice. Yeah. Really nice to me and really kind. Yeah, I agree. I they think are. They, they are really generous with their... Yeah. their words and you know I, I know that I'm generous with my my words and my thoughts and mm -hmm. I know for for me I just want people to feel seen and I think um, many people are overlooked so often and and just meeting somebody in the eyes and mm -hmm. saying you know you're I love your hair or your yeah. earrings are so cute or I mean mm -hmm. trivial stuff sometimes but just if you ever feel it on your heart to say it say it mm -hmm. You know, never ever hold back. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes I wish I did have a little bit more of a filter, not in those regards, uh, complimenting other people, but um, there really is no distance between my heart and my mouth. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I guess I say what I feel, but yeah. I think for the most part, I've been really embraced by, yeah. by people. Yeah. yeah, one thing that I've learned from you, uh, I knew it before, but understood it, is the concept of like just good energy mm -hmm. um, as far as positive and negative energy and um, and you're right we only have so much time on our hands and mm -hmm. honestly I only really want to surround myself with people that are positive yeah have that positive energy can you just like talk about what that means to you like having like good energy and um, and how that comes across the people you know what I mean um 
Yeah, you know, I don't know what if my my energy personally is is positive or negative. Um, I'm a very deep person, um, and I feel tremendously, which is is sometimes a tough place to be in this world. Um, you know, I can walk into a room and I can feel um, somebody who's who's deeply sad or I suffered a loss or whatever, and I can feel that and it affects me. Um, so. So energy is an interesting thing. For me, it's palatable. You know, it's something that I can I can feel and I can tap into. Um, I remember when we were first together. I think that scared you a little bit. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt, it would freak me out for sure. Yeah. Like how? <laughs> Where then? I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. Like I'm feeling that way, and you'd be like, either you say something that would uh, would hit me, and I'd be like, oh my, like. How do you know that? You know, but you you do have an incredible feeling, and I've seen it. I mean, I'm a wit I've been a witness to it so many times around people. I've seen you talk to people where you just get them, and they look at you like their eyes get bigger, and they kind of pop a little bit, and they're like, "How do you like?" Not how do you know that? I've never had seen anybody say that, but it's like they feel like you you get me. You know, yeah. and that's a really cool thing when people are seen, yeah. you know, on a deep level. Because um, sometimes people don't even know, like I know for me, a lot of the times, like um, making sense of like sometimes of who I am or who I even like am supposed to be is hard to like clarify. And that, I feel like, okay, that's a little confusing, but sometimes we don't even know ourselves. And sure. sometimes other people can look at us on the outside and be like, oh, well, this is who you are. Right. You know? Yeah. But for ourselves, we kind of have blinders on, you know? But for you to be able to see and look into and be like, hey, you actually, this is who you are. Yeah. This is who you're supposed to be. Not yeah. just but for me, but I've seen you do it for other people. Yeah. It's, um, it's very confirming. Yeah. You know, I think... Um... I joke around a, a lot with you, like I'm not, I'm not good at a lot of things, mm -hmm. um, but I I do have a a sense for people, and a sense for their potential, and I think in the the truth of it is that I've always felt very connected to God ever since I was a little child, and I grew up in a fairly traumatic home, um, and I, so I didn't really seek the um, approval of other people. Uh, I've always felt fairly confident in my own spirit and my own style and my own um, energies and passions. At the same time, I've never felt all that connected to my successes or things on the physical plane that I think most people would feel um, proud of or, or whatever, you know, getting into great schools or PhD program or whatever, like those types of things never really did it for me because they were just letters behind a name or they didn't define who I was and and quite honestly I think when people do feel defined by their successes then they're they're bound to lose them in many ways when we identify with things that are fleeting we need to be pretty careful I think because it's, it's like building your house in the sand right you know um, I think that's a dangerous place to be and so for me where I connect deeply with people is from their their heart it's there's a term in 
in Hinduism called uh, Namaste, which probably a lot of people have probably heard, but basically what that word means is that the God in me sees the God in you, and when we are both in that place, we are one. And that is essentially how I connect with people. And I always say I'm an introvert, and everybody says that's absolutely Sure. Not true, and I guarantee if you met me somewhere, you would not think I was an introvert. Yes. Um, that said, I am a deeply introverted person. I need lots of time to kind of reconnect and refuel and all of that stuff, um, but I do have very special conversations with people um, where I can see them, and I can see their potential, and it also leads to a sense of sorrow when I realize that they aren't living in that space. Not that all of us are always living in our potential and whatever. Hell, there's a thousand things I could be doing better or whatever. But I I connect with people there because I can see their beauty and their sweetness. And I can see if they lived without fear what they would be doing or how they could be transforming the world. And I share those things oftentimes. Um, and people can take it or not. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's what you mean by polarizing. Yes. Like, if I feel compelled to say something, I don't say it because I feel like I need to hear it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's supposed to be said, even at my expense, I guess, sometimes. You know, it's like, okay, this is gonna sound weird, but here goes. Uh, but my goal is not to make friends. Um, I, I have people in my life, a handful, and I love them dearly and they love me. Um, are a huge part of that and so I'm really not out to want people to like me necessarily um, and I think that that's a weakness in, in, in a lot of us and a lot of this very cheap and fast and short kind of existence where everything's on social media we just want to be liked and when I hear somebody talk about that like I just wish I was invited to that party or something I mean I have to think like do you even like those people <laughs> You know, do yeah. you do you really respect those people enough to want yeah. to be invited or, you know, I just feel like people should genuinely rely more on their own yeah. spirit and need a little bit less from the outside. Yeah. How important is, um, is faith to you? How important is God to you in your life? I mean, I know the answer to that, but yeah. I want to hear it from you. Um, look how pretty this is. Gosh, this is gorgeous. Guys, we're going over the... Um, the bridge here from Mount Pleasant into downtown Charleston, and uh, it is just a beautiful harbor. But anyway, um, faith to me is everything. I really don't know how to live without it. Um, ever since I was born, I felt deeply connected to God, um, more so than to, to, to people, to be quite honest. Um, I. Uh, Everything is faith to me, and I, I think I've realized the difference between faith and hope. Um, I think a lot of us, when we pray, we hope for things, and I hope this works out, and God, please, you know, let us, let me get this job, or I, whatever. I hope my child isn't bullied, or whatever, and I think that what I have learned in this lifetime, and like I said, I'm, I'm almost 50 at this point, sounds crazy for some reason I never thought I'd be sticking around that long but I'm so glad I have it's only getting better but for me faith is an essential part of my life I make every decision on faith and faith is not expecting a certain outcome 
through prayer, God, whatever it is you, you pray to. For me, it's Jesus. That's he's my my person. But um, you can't be attached to the outcome because we can't understand what good and bad things are. Sometimes things appear to be very bad, or prayer is unanswered, right? And what a blessing that turns out to be. Um, but it's our smallness that we can't really grasp what God is doing, but we have faith in it anyway, that it is better than our plan all the time. And then I say that, I go, oh, dear God, you know, please don't let my children get sick, or don't, you know, I start to, like, I don't really have it figured out yet, God, but I know the path to it. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a part of my life to the core, for sure. One thing that we were talking about, this is, I think, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how we grow um, in our faith. And um, and I had sort of like a light bulb like moment for me when I was talking to you because I've always grown in my faith with um, typically through struggles, through hard times, like things aren't going well. Okay, I need to lean on God. I need to pray. I need to do all this stuff. Like when things were good, not that I wouldn't, but I wouldn't, it wasn't really a priority for me, if that makes sense. Sure. But, um, one thing that I've that I've realized about myself lately is that almost for the first time in my life I'm growing um, out of joy you know not out of struggles but right. out of out of blessings mm-hmm. like my faith has grown in God more yeah. um, so it's not about I think and, and I think that's maturity for us as, as like followers of Jesus to get to that point where God doesn't want us to struggle I know. He doesn't want us to struggle. He wants us to find joy in this life. And, Absolutely. And to be able to find joy and also still have your relationship with God grow stronger, I think. Well, for me, it's it's a beautiful thing for sure. It's, it's, it's kind of everything. If we don't have to be like pulled to our knees through sorrow and loss to cling to God, but find him in the, the everyday small things of watching you be a parent to Luke or um, listening to my kids laugh on, until they're going to pee in their pants. I mean, like, you, you think about all of these joys that are around us all the time that we fail to see. Um, and I do feel like you, that I'm being brought closer to God through joy, but through the gratitude of joy. Um, you know, it's good things happen all the time. and. You know, as soon as they happen, sometimes we're afraid we're going to lose them. Yeah. So we hang on tight, and then we don't enjoy the, the pleasure and the gift of good things, you know? Um, so those things are wasted, and we do have to be rocked to our knees and reflect and go, gosh, if I only, whatever, I appreciated that more, or... And for me, I can't live in regret. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm incredibly grateful, and I do feel closer to God more than ever. Um, through joy and a lot of that joy comes from being seen Mm -hmm. by the one person I really care about in Mm -hmm. this world to be seen which is you Mm -hmm. Um, someone I deeply respect and love and wants me to be more of who I am Mm -hmm. which has never really been the case I have Mm -hmm. to say in this world that uh, you know I realize that I've, I've always been different I've always listened to the beat of my own drum but that can be a lonely place sometimes and to uh, to be with somebody who wants that to flourish and is is really special. And I've grown tremendously because of it. I have to say, 
you know? I mean, I'm gonna be me regardless. I feel like yeah. I haven't changed since I was born and yeah. all of those things, but my God, yeah. it sure is nice to feel loved and appreciated yeah. for that. Yeah. Speaking of like being me, um, what you said that you feel like, oh, you believe you've always kind of been like that. You've always been Christy. Yeah. You know, this always. is who, who you are. You, like, we met up with some of your friends from a long time ago and this was, they explained you, I mean, um, explained you to a T. Exactly yeah. how I know you is how they knew you. Right, and from 20 was, years ago. From 20 years ago. It's like, okay, yeah. And, and, and so, but one thing that has been really fun, like for me in my journey, and is, yeah, is to, um, and I even felt like it too, is that I haven't changed, like, yeah. Um, since I've been with you, I've just become more of who I am. Absolutely. And um, that concept was is, is also new to me. It's like, oh, I gotta change, I gotta be this for this person or whatever it may be, but it's that's never the case. Yeah. And if you could just kind of share a little bit about like, I know we've talked about relationships a ton, obviously, because you and I are in a healthy, in a just amazing relationship, and we talk all the time. That's all we do is talk and yeah. talk and talk. But I love it. We have great conversations about things that really matter because we're both we've both deep people, you know. Mm -hmm. But how how you help me understand the concept of like becoming more of who you are, like talk about like like relationships and like how sometimes we bring like stuff to a relationship, but you kind of lose a part of you too when you're in that relationship. Yeah, I, I, I got okay. It. I just didn't Thank want you to miss this one. one. Um, yeah, so I, I think that, that that's something that I know that I've discovered, and, and both of us have been in, in long marriages that were, were pretty dark and pretty painful. Um, and I think that, that what I've learned more than anything is that because I can't really be anyone other than me, um, and like I said, that can be a lonely place when that's not appreciated, but what I realized in relationship with you is that I haven't had to lose any part of myself or was I willing to for the sake of a relationship um, that I know who I am deeply to the core and I, I love who I am because I feel like I'm living in, in God's plan for me just after this light it's going to be on the right um, but to watch you in a place that's safe for you to grow where you can disagree with me, you can open my eyes, you can say something you regret and apologize, you can be afraid of me sometimes because I can see you, and sometimes we reflect back what we don't necessarily want to see. Um, all of those things, here you go babe, just through there. Um, if we, if we aren't living authentically, then some part of us is dying. If we aren't living in our full freedom to be who we are, exactly who we are, and that doesn't mean we're perfect, but that means that we right here, that we apologize when we screw up, um, that, that we cherish and honor the other person. It doesn't mean you just get to be you and be a, a nightmare and he gets to be him and be a whatever. It's when you're living in your highest self and you know that to be true, that while approval from someone else, from your person is wonderful, mm -hmm. You can't live for it. Mm -hmm. You can't live to be loved by someone else. You have to love yourself and be in harmony or next to 
another person you cherish and love and like mm -hmm. all I want you to do is be more of yourself mm -hmm. of whatever that means be truer to you mm -hmm. than you are to the relationship mm -hmm. be truer to your own spirit even if it goes against my thoughts or my personality or my this or my wants or whatever because when we hold people back from from living their truest self and living authentically for the sake of a relationship then resentment grows and um, there becomes a, a void between the two people. And I think that it's like Khalil Gibran has a saying about marriage and he says, um, and I'll screw it up of course, but something about like the mighty oak and the cypress, they stand side by side and grow side by side yet not in each other's shadow. And I feel like that's where we are mm -hmm. and I, it's my wish that everyone could feel that mm -hmm. and feel a sense of, of acceptance mm -hmm. for who they are and change is inevitable when you do by the way mm -hmm. like when we're not loved and we're not accepted we hold on to our junk so mm -hmm. tight mm -hmm. because we feel defensive all mm -hmm. the time and so we dig deeper and deeper into the crap that keeps us stuck and when you are free to be exactly who you are and you're free to say, I'm not that anymore, mm -hmm. and throw it away. We don't have to hold on to it anymore. We don't dig ourselves a deeper hole for the sake of keeping a relationship together. And um, I think that's one of the most precious things that I've learned, for sure. And to do that with you and with someone I love so deeply and respect mm -hmm. immensely is just a really cool place to be, for sure. Yeah. Well, we have arrived. Oh, well, 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 <laughs> I don't know about that, but we're going to get some Cuban food. <laughs> yeah, I'm super grateful for you, Christy. I think I'm going to have you on the podcast again. We've got lots to talk about. Yes, we do. <laughs> thank you for sharing okay. a little bit and letting people get to know you a little bit better. You're welcome. Thank I've you. I've really enjoyed it. I feel honored to be here. Thank you. Bye.